Hey everybody, this is your girl Kim Douglas here on the Beautiful I Am podcast and today we're going to just have a really good time. I have a special guest with me today, this beautiful young woman that um, I had the opportunity to meet and um, this is really our first time really getting ready to talk and get into some things Uh about beauty and just about greatness and uh, when I see her and when I read about her, I'm, I just think about, wow, how awesome is this? And I think I might be a little biased because she kind of <laughs> hails from the DMV. And yep. that's my area where I grew up in Maryland and Washington, D.C. So um, I'm really excited to have her on board today. Um, but before we get into it, let me read our quote for today. It says, butterflies can't see their wings. They can't see how truly beautiful they are, but everyone else can. People are like that as well. And that is by an anonymous writer. And I just thought that was so awesome that butterflies can't see how beautiful they are. are. Um, I see this, it's speaking to the confidence of who we are and that we're all beautiful regardless to anything we are and that we need to know that and not be so, um, I don't know, shy, whatever. Just walk in our beauty. Cause we're all beautifully flawed. That's what I believe. Anyway, I want to introduce you to this young woman. She's 18 years old and she's living out her dream of becoming an actress right here in sunny California. That's where I am right now. Although it's been raining for a few days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She hails from the East Coast DMV area, like I said before, and her name is Zakaya Purnell. Everybody give it up for Miss Zakaya. <laughs> hey, Zakaya. Hey. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. You are. You are. Oh, very good. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm doing just wonderful now that you're here with me. Oh. I'm sharing some time. I love it. I love it. Um I want to get into some things with you. Um, I want to share with people, first of all, that Beautiful I Am Foundation is an organization that helps to promote the well-being of young girls of color, mm-hmm. um, helping them deal with traumas from their past, their present, helping to build self-esteem, teaching financial literacy, teaching education, and then ultimately giving academic scholarships to those who want to pursue higher education. And and within Beautiful I Am, we've developed this magazine because I don't really see young African-American girls on the book stands or magazine racks with online stores and things like that. And I just remember being little, there was a magazine called Ebony Jr. And I love that activity book. It, it had articles, stories, puzzles, recipes. And I said, I want to do that now. Heather. But I want to highlight and feature 
young African-American girls that are doing great things. So this particular issue is about greatness and what greatness means. And so I ask you the question, what does greatness mean to you? Well, first of all, it's a great question, but I always strive for greatness. So it means a lot for me. Ever since I was younger, I always wanted to be the best in whatever I could do, you know, and that's what greatness, greatness is not like goodness. Greatness is higher than goodness. Uh, And the feeling mm -hmm. that you get when you feel like you've done something great or someone tells you you've done something great, it's just overwhelming. And then you feel so fulfilled. And I love, I love being able to say that what I do in my work and what I do in my everyday life, my routine makes me feel great and makes other people feel great around me. So it's always a goal that I strive for. Where do you think that came from? Did did you see people around you being great or what, what makes you have that type of drive? Well, that sort of stems from my past perfectionism, I'd say. Not oh, I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't, growing up, I wasn't really around people that um, not necessarily weren't great, but not anybody that like pushed me further. So I sort of wanted to just be at the top. And that's sort of what makes my drive so strong. That's good. I think that... Um... The thought process of being around greatness as opposed to not being around greatness, because some people don't know what how to di- differentiate the two, because I like that you said something about greatness is not goodness. Um, is that to say that goodness is mediocre and greatness is above that? Is that what you're I... alluding to? I think so. But okay. I, I still think goodness is an accomplishment. I think goodness is above mediocre, but mm-hmm. greatness is above goodness. Okay. <laughs> but but see, that's the thing. And I, and I talk to people, we talk um, on the podcast, we talk about um, even beauty being subjective. Mm-hmm. Greatness could be subjective because it's based on an individual's mindset and thought process you know there could be something that i think is great that he's like oh okay that was okay yeah you know um and and we go through those things all the time with those thoughts but i think there's something to be said about um the environment Uh that we put ourselves in or take ourselves out of 100 percent. you know and I want young women to understand that too. Your greatness can be contingent on the group that you're with or the group you decide to get out of, Uh you know, and position yourself because I truly believe iron sharpens iron Uh and greatness sharpens greatness, you know, and you want to, for me, position yourself around most people. See, I love to be around eagles. And, you know, is, and I said that as a mindset, I love to be around people that are soaring and doing great things so that I can glean from 
and learn from. Now, the only time that I may put myself in the position of pigeons, so to speak, <laughs> is because I want to teach them something, not because I want to hang around them. Right. Right. And be in that environment, but to teach them that they're greater than this. Um, I hope that doesn't sound snobbish. No, not to me. That makes per that that makes perfect sense to me. And you know, I carry that mentality into like social media as well because that is such a huge surrounding factor of my generation. And the people that you follow, the people that you look at every day, affect your everyday mood, affect the way you think. So I honestly, I like to follow women that inspire me and have things going for them not people that are just doing everyday things that aren't going to get them anywhere or have such negative opinions and things like that and once you start creating that sort of foundation in your social media I'm telling you it affects the way you live like yeah it because I mean every teenager like it's on social media so it's like yeah to just acknowledge that what you look at really matters, everything will change. And I encounter that with, of course, the young ladies that I work with and um, even teens outside of that in my church. And I ask them a lot of times, I, I say, are you a follower? Or are you an influencer? Uh-huh. You know, um, are you being influenced <laughs> by what you see every day? Because it is every day. It's every day. And, um, multiple hours within a day right that this is happening but i like that you said that you choose to follow people that inspire (laughs) as opposed to the everyday lifestyle of some people that i uh, can i use this word might be a little ratchet (laughs) yes (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? it's like, what are you really? I mean, you're promoting something, but of what quality, right? Is it? And I'm always looking for. Um, I'm about you, but I'm always looking for some type of mental, inspirational environment. Mm-hmm. You know, something that'll help my um, psyche. Something that will help me spiritual with my connection with God. Inner. Those, those are the things that I'm looking for because I think I, I have my own style. So really not looking at you for like how to dress and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And the makeup and everything. Because I have my own little swag. Right. That I like. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Um, What do you think about... um? beauty in general what do you think about beauty i think it's a very hard concept to understand now i think there's beauty in everything but you know other people would argue that there's not i think beauty is shaped upon opinion and i think that inner beauty is different than outer beauty i think the more you focus on your mental health or the energy that you want to attract to other people, the more beauty you'll be surrounded by. Now, if you're somebody that is more focused on the outer beauty and is not focused on the inner beauty, the things you attract are not going to be beautiful. 
But mm. I mean, it's it truly is just based on opinion, and everybody is entitled to their own opinions. But I I find beauty in almost everything. So yeah, and you're a young woman, um, the ripe old age of eighteen. <laughs> Just turning 18, as a matter of fact. And um, we have some young women that don't understand that concept, that everything is beautiful, that you're beautiful and your beauty starts inside. And here. I remember my grandmother always said, um, beauty is, is what beauty does. Hammer. You know, um, Really still trying to wrap my head around that. But beauty is what beauty does. Uh, so many different colloquialisms. Ben. Um, that was said during then. Um, but I just really want them to know that regardless to skin color, hair texture, shape and build, body image, so to speak, you're still beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so when you work on, like you said, that inner beauty is more important. And when you work on that inner beauty, it will exude on the outside. Yes. It can't help but do that. Yes. Your smile is electrifying. Your eyes are, you know, draw people in. I mean, you speak differently. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm always drawn by intellect. And that's why I love the young women that um, we focus on in the magazine and you being one of them, um, just to hear you all speak and explain yourselves and your thoughts at such a young age. I have. It just moves me. I'm just like, (laughs) yes. Where were you when I was that age? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I was such an insecure girl, insecure teen, insecure young adult, insecure adult, you know, I'm really just getting into my groove and my space and I love it. And so I'm just like so excited uh, to meet you and hopefully work more together and yes. to just see you blossom and grow. So what are you working on now? Um, so currently I'm just auditioning. I just graduated from high school. I did an early wow. graduation program and wow. Congratulations. Yes, thank you so much. And I'm also finished um, my conservatory. So that's part of my acting school that I go to in Los Angeles. And that just okay. ended January 7th. So I'm sort of, in a fresh new period. And of course, I'm still auditioning and whatnot and pilot season is coming up and I'm so excited and so oh, just looking forward to that. And Right now, do you have some things coming out or yes, did you work I, on some things? Yes, I. the most recent thing I worked on was in October and it was a short film based on, it was like a student film based on this woman, this group of friends. Right. And they were all like different stereotypes and they all like do some teenage things together. And it's just a vibe. And that's supposed to come out. Okay. That comes out early spring and it's going to be featured in New York City. We're going up against um, a lot of other competitors in a film festival. So I'm really excited for that. Okay. Well, 
we're going to be believing great things for that. And I know great things are going to be coming. So thank you. And what, how cool is it to graduate from high school early and then have this period here to just really focus on you? Oh, I'm you so know? blessed. I'm so blessed. Man, and to st- establish more greatness to come because greatness takes time too. Oh, absolutely. Because you got to work on that craft. You you have to work and study. See, a lot of people aren't studying their crafts and things nowadays. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to jump right into it. But I think there's something to be said about the study of it and learning the background of things. Because I think that um, allows for longevity. Yes. In that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a musician, a vocalist, and I studied at Peabody Conservatory in Baltimore before I went to Berklee College of Music in Boston. And I remember having a friend say to me, well, I don't know anything about all that breathing and diaphragms and all that stuff. I just sing. And I thought, wow, as a singer saying this, I'm like, your instrument isn't going to last very long. Right. And like, even now, I don't know, even know if that person is singing now, because when you learn technique and when you just learn your body, you learn the art of that instrument and things like that, you're able to preserve it. Right. And keep it, you know, because I'm still singing today. Yeah. (laughs) And prayerfully, we'll just keep on singing till God says, you're done, you know, <laughs> but, um, it's so good that you're doing this. Um, I can't wait. The magazine is going to be out, uh, by the end of March, Yay! we're almost finished and I'm so excited about it, but I want to discuss something that you said in your article uh-huh. at the very end, we asked the question, ask the question, what do you think? African-American girls should know. And you answered, your hair is your crown. Why did you say that? Oh, my goodness. That's I said that because that's probably the most important thing. But I learned it so late in my life. See, mm. I grew up around a lot of white people. Okay. And um, my features... I'm light skinned, like I have like long hair and things like that, but I always, I always never understood my hair. And I always try to, honestly, like I always try to make it look like I was a white person because a lot of, yeah, it's, it's a lot of when you grow up and you're not surrounded by a lot of people that embrace being black, you're going to look at the way other people look at white people and you're going to go, oh my goodness. This person thinks she's beautiful because of this. And, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't have that feature. So maybe I should try. And you're young. I mean, nobody's shaping, nobody's crafting that for you. So you're just doing it yourself. So honestly, so when I turned 14, I had serious heat damage. My hair was always flat ironed, always flat ironed. I used to to love to swim, but I used to hate having to wear swim caps. I never understood why white people can just swim with their hair out and <laughs> do whatever they wanted with their hair. And I and I had to put all these products in my hair and I had to get braids and stuff like that. I really did not like my hair 
when I was wow. younger. And I think when I had a spiritual awakening when I turned 15, that's when I realized that I wanted to be an actress and I got closer okay, to God. Okay, spiritual awakening. That's right. <laughs> Man, but then I also dove deep into our culture and mm. what being black really means. And I just remember, I, I just remember crying and I was like, oh, I wish I could go back in time and tell little me, like your hair is your crown. Your hair is beautiful no matter what. You need to embrace the Afro. You need to embrace the curls, embrace the shrinkage, even if you don't want it. I mean, the flexibility that black women have with our hair, oh my gosh, it's uncomparable. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's a flex to me. I don't know about yeah. you. And, right, right, right. But because I didn't know that when I was younger, I felt that I was lacking in so many mm -hmm. areas and I would never want a young black woman to ever feel like she is lacking because she does not understand her hair. Oh my yeah. goodness. Take yeah, time I, to understand it. it. Take time. It Take time to understand it. Learn to love your hair because it's going to love you back. And maybe when my hair is right. done, I'm a different <laughs> woman. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. So yeah, there is. So there are so many advantages to the black hair experience. And I'm, I am elated. Um, when I can go on YouTube and see so many different Boom. styles and things I can do because I have that mixed blend of hair. It's like one section kind of wants to stay a little straighter than the other section. And so my issue has always been trying to find the right solution Ugh. or product yes. for my hair because that gets a little it's frustrating, frustrating. at yeah. times. It is. Um, but I still work it out. Uh, we were just talking about edges <laughs> yesterday. Um, Lord. My sister and I. And I was like, well, I'll try this product and that product. And it just will keep my hair down. It just wants to curl right back up. Uh -huh. And so a product was shown to me. Try this one. It's like I have so many edge control products in my bathroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like none of them really work for me. Right. I figure it out, you know, um, because I've been like perm free for over 20 something years now because I mm. grew up on the East Coast in D.C. And so the humidity and things like that, Oof. I was perming right. mm -hmm. my hair because I found the press and curl here is totally different on the West Coast than the East Coast was. Probably the same now, but the East Coast used to use that grease and that hot iron. Lord. And, um, ooh wee. No. <laughs> no. Here was the flat iron and little solution. So I get it. And so now I have a better understanding of, of that. And it's so cool because, um, Beautiful I Am podcast is going to be talking about hair. Uh, we have like a whole series. Yes. On hair because it's just, it's a big part of who we are. For her. And it's a beautiful part of who we are. And I'm glad that some of us are having these awakenings where we can see that, yeah, it's okay. Right. It's fine. And I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it do what it do. And I'm going to learn about it. Yep. Yep. Learn about it. Learn about it. My, um, when, after I cut my hair, it was really, really, really short. And I really didn't like it. And I remember going to my grandparents' house and my uncle saying to me, 
Like my my hair was like in like a little afro. I had my curls popping, but I really didn't like how it framed my face. I just wasn't used to it. But my uncle said to me, he's like, our hair is the only hair that points up to the sky, points up to God. <laughs> and there's something wow, about that. Okay. There's something about that that totally changed my entire perspective on black women's hair and black people's hair in general, how unique it is. That's so true. Wow. Point straight up. Mm-hmm. That is a truth statement. Mm-hmm. That is a truth statement. And so we ought to be very protective. That's why the Bible talks about covering our heads and being protective with our heads because there obviously is some energy drawn there. Right. And just to have that, because I don't want to take my hair is just sticking <laughs> straight. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, but anyway, um, man, I can't, uh, wait to have more in-depth conversations yes with you we'll have to have you on the podcast yeah again to discuss some other things to share with these young ladies uh, that are listening and also to the parents that may be listening as to how to help their young women um again thank you so much zakaya for sharing this time with me of course i appreciate you and for those of you listening um check us out at beautiful i am dot org uh we have some events coming up for 2023 that you may want to participate in and the one thing about us is that we do have some virtual events as well in the summertime so regardless to where you live and where you are in this world you can zoom in and be a part of these uh summer series that we have annually so i want everybody to have a great day be wonderful be unique be everything, be great, but just stay beautiful. Yes. All right. Take care. Peace. Love you. Peace. Bye, We're guys. Out.